Hey girl, you're about to get cozy in Aaliyah's Corner. So grab that wine, grab that tea, and let's get cozy. What is up, homegirls? And welcome back to the Cozy Chat Podcast. Another night to get you right, girl, period. That was straight off the dome too, by the way. Girl, not me being a rapper. Okay, so I'm so happy to have you guys here. Tonight is a really big episode and I feel that way because if you have joined the homegirl list, you got some really exciting, real meaty, juicy, fun information over the weekend. So this is the first episode um, from like, like sharing that with you guys. So, and y'all heard it first. So hopefully you guys already got started with with the information that was in there, okay? So for the girlies who, I don't know why, okay, but did not join the homegirl list, I'm I'm not gonna let you guys not feel included, you know what I'm saying? But you did miss out and you probably might have to catch up to what some of the other homegirls have already done, okay? But the main two hot things that was in that newsletter that I do want you guys to know, we have officially launch the bestie content <laughs> subscription that my best friend she a real bad bitch and for those who was like Aliyah child i don't know what that is basically it is an opportunity through spotify to subscribe to exclusive content okay so why is it a different name why i'm naming it bestie content is because regardless y'all are my homegirls period whether you want to subscribe to the exclusive content or not but i definitely have to acknowledge the girlies who are going out of their way to really be besties with me and just tap into some exclusive kind of stuff and it's some real tell-alls y'all gonna know a little bit of my secrets you know what i mean i mean we're besties bitch so like happy birthday you might get a little something a little more giveaways a little more tea some you know a little more insight to what's up you know what i mean so i highly encourage um you guys to subscribe to the bestie content it's only through spotify that's the only thing so i know we have a lot of apple girlies but it's definitely going to be worth it to hop over and subscribe and get into that meaty juicy stuff the second thing was joining the march giveaway okay so technically we did already pass like women's international day but it's still march which is women's month and then honestly on this podcast we celebrate women 24 7 so i am giving the opportunity for one of the homegirls or besties whichever one you may be to uh join this giveaway option so the easiest thing to do is to either create a reel on instagram or a tiktok that features the cozy chat podcast so it can either be something where it's like oh my god i love it it could be you doing a little vloggy vlog and the podcast is in it i don't really care but basically we just want to get it out there we want the other girlies in the world to become homegirls become besties and um i'm gonna do a draw from whoever does it and then that person will win a 100 e-gift card of their choice okay so why it was so cool that the homegirls got to do it is because they already got this information first amongst some other stuff too but you got to be on a homegirl list to know it okay and they got it first so they kind of got first dibs double entry stuff like that so that's why i told y'all y'all needed to join sorry for the homegirls who didn't but hopefully you know, you hop on a train rather quick, okay? All right, so enough about that. You've got mail. We got 
mayo nothing but a breathe thing period she said hey homegirl it's at nothing but a breathe thing from ig lol i've already started my solitude phrase and look what you on here talking about girl period thank you thank you thank you for being so relatable and so transparent with all of your listeners keep doing your thing if you ladies haven't followed her on ig go do so now her energy is everything and she's just the sweetest soul oh my gosh you won't be disappointed but what a heart emoji what <laughs> okay for real for real that was like really nice hold on give me a minute y'all know i'm sensitive anna leo um okay shout out to you homegirl thank you so much that was so sweet all right so let's not waste any more time and hop into some things this episode is all about i'm gonna be honest it's gonna be a little bit about checking ourselves a little bit like because it's not that deep <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's not that deep. And honestly, I feel like you get to the point where you become comfortable with yourself enough to start holding yourself accountable. Okay. And I feel like on this journey, I'm a ride this wave. Okay. And I know y'all may be tired. Oh my God, Leah, we know it's a journey, but it just, it got him. I'm always looping around. Okay. Because when you get to a point where you are really ready to grow, like you're really ready to really tap into being committed to being the best girl that you can be you realize that you have to be accountable like and you realize that you have to sometimes step away from stuff and be like hmm is it me am i the drama you have to have that moment okay as i have developed in my emotional journey and being a little more um in control of my emotions and understanding like why do I really feel this way like does this really warrant the response I'm giving it and if I am giving this outlandish crazy response what is the trigger what is the real root of this you know and then you have to you have to be insightful and really dig and figure out like what's really good with you for you to be responding to stuff the way you respond to it you know what I mean and a lot of people will claim that they're very a very self-analytical person and very self-aware and so woke and so deep and the 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 and it's like bitch no you're not like no you're not because anytime somebody says something to you you're mad sensitive Let's talk about it. Anybody, anytime somebody says a little jokey joke and it's really not that deep, you over here feeling like somebody's attacking you. Anybody says anything, you over here feeling like you got to defend yourself and your your life and your partner and your, your money and your car and your bag. It's like, girl, no one cares. So it's like, it's not that deep. You know what I mean? So sometimes when people give us feedback, we want to take it and be like, oh, they're hating. They're hating that bitch. Bitch, you mad because X, Y, and Z. And it's like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe they really don't have a problem with you, like in real life. Like maybe it's really not an issue. But you are so emotional and you have not unpacked what you really need to unpack. So you feel like you have to be a, on, on defense to the entire world and that everyone's out to get you. And that's not the case because it's not that deep. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We are really going to talk about being aware to the point where even if we haven't solution for what's going on, that we can at least identify that maybe there's just some things we have to work on. And it's not always other people, you know? And I think... Everyone wants to throw around the therapy thing. Like, you see that a lot on Instagram. Like, now it's like a memes, like, Justin LaBoy, like, whatever. Like, y'all niggas need therapy. Like, 
you know, I just love flights, orgasms, therapy. Like y'all, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like when it's, when therapy is discussed in the right way, I feel like it really is healthy. Like, I think it's great that we're starting to break down the stigma associated with mental health, especially in the black community. I think it's extremely important in women and black men. Like, I think that's beautiful. I think it's healthy. I think it's needed. Um, and rock on, you know, rock out with your cock out for that. But I feel like um, when it's, it's sometimes it can be trendy and sometimes people talk about therapy like it's an accessory and they're not really taking it serious. And when you just want to throw on therapy, like, yeah, I go to therapy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like, girl, you go quarterly and, and you be skipping the appointments like you're not really committed to it. And then also when you go to therapy, you have to be in a space to be ready for therapy. You cannot go into therapy feeling like nothing is wrong with you. But therapy will read you. Like you can go in thinking like, oh, I got this now packed. I've already worked on these issues. I already forgave him. I already dealt with my mama. I already dealt with my daddy. I already dealt with that situation back in 2010. Like I'm good. And then therapy will t make you realize like, yeah, bitch, you're not good, you know? So you have to go into therapy with a very open mind and be receptive to being challenged. And a lot of people go into therapy and they're not in that space. It's a lot of the times we want to be in control of everything. And I had to, I had to learn this myself. When we have experienced things or gone through any type of trauma or any type of loss, any type of hurt, we want to have our hands in everything to feel like we're managing. We want to know what is happening. You kind of see this a little bit like with men too, you know what I mean? Like if a man's been cheated on, like you, you'll, you'll find that he wants to know wh where his girl is at, what his girl is doing. Like I want to, I want to feel like I got everything under control. So I, I don't start to feel crazy. We already know who is ultimately in control. And that is, that is my G-O-D. Okay. So I think we make ourselves crazy by trying to manage and trying to have our hands in every pot, trying to ensure that every stakeholder in the game is accounted for. We know what everyone's thinking at all times. We know everyone's next moves. And it's just not, it's not realistic, you know? And I feel like um, when you don't deal with you, because I feel like that's really the root of control, is you have issues. Like if you feel like you have to control everything, there's something in you that makes you super uneasy to not be in control of everything. And then that's what, that's what you have to identify. Like, why do I freak the fuck out if I'm not in control? Because really, it's not that deep. Back to what I was saying. You know what I mean? Like, and also even like overreacting. And y'all, this is the one that really hits for me because I am the queen of being super um, reactive, okay? And my therapist, my first therapist, so I am on my second therapist now. So let me tell you a little bit about my first therapist. My first therapist, her name was Sade. She was, she was cool. Like I'm not, like she was a good um, therapist, but I feel like I'm gentle. Like bitch, I'm a cloud. Like bitch, I'm cotton. Okay. So I need you to know how to manage me and know how to deal with me. And she was great. And I think she's good for somebody who likes things real blunt to the point. Don't sugarcoat with me that I don't do well with that like I feel like you have to lay it on me gently please like just be a little softer like I'm very sensitive so I didn't necessarily leave because I didn't like her delivery sometimes um I ended up moving and it just kind of worked out so now I am on my um second therapist who she just oh she's amazing and then me and Michael will see her too because Michael will sit, he sat in on some of my sessions and she's just like super fair she's gentle she she's honest with me she's honest with him like she's just a good vibe her name is Melissa Walker if y'all are in the Northern Virginia area period okay so 
back to what I was saying about overreacting. So what um, my first therapist really pulled out of me was uh, the, the idea that you lose your points or you lose your messaging in your emotion. Because she would find that I would try to express myself or try to communicate my feelings, but I would just get so riled up that I can't even... I can't even articulate what I'm trying to say properly. And the thing about it is I like to think I'm a pretty good communicator. And and therapy has politely humbled me to think or to realize that I'm not as an effective communicator as I thought I was because I would get so emotional and so worked up that it would just be like a big like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, what are you even talking about now? And a lot of it, True T, had to do with uh, Michael. So to kind of unpack and realize like what the the root of that was was like mad easy it was just be like like I just wasn't over stuff or he hurt my feelings or I was pissed at him so trying to communicate with him about my feelings in moment was just too challenging because I needed to like cool down for a moment you know what I mean so that was a really it was easier to unpack that but it goes back to my point that um stuff really isn't that deep but when you when you respond that way like it's for a reason you know what I mean so like for an example girl he was like, um, you know, I'm giving an example. I feel like this probably did happen, but this is off the top of the dome. Him being like, you know, um, well, what do you want to eat? Um, I don't know. I don't know what I want to eat. All right, well, when you when you when you figure it out, let me know. No, nah, nigga, you figure it out. You figure it out. I always gotta figure it out. The same way I have to figure it out when you hurt my motherfucking feelings for dealing with that fucking bitch. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you see where this is going? Okay. Overreacting. It's not that deep. But I had wounds that I did not address. So those are the types of responses I was giving. Okay. And I had to be accountable because as I'm trying to move forward with this man, and that's the thing when you agree and I'm speaking for relationship because it's my story, but this could be anything that relates to y'all, right? Like anything in your life where something has happened and you have agreed to accept, accept it, not in the sense of tolerating it, but just coming to terms that that experience took place, right? And then whatever you decide you want to do with that, you have to accept it and realize that, okay, life moves on. So my problem was I thought I was accepting something, but I wasn't moving on with life. So as little things were happening, I keep I keep resorting to this emotional space and this emotional state that just wasn't healthy because it's kind of like, girl, we got to move on. Like we got to keep going and it's not that deep. You were making stuff that's not deep, super deep, you know, but it all came down to me not coming to terms with my feelings and me not really coming to terms with the truth and not being accountable because a lot of the times, and I'll be honest, like especially in that space, sometimes it's easier to be in a world of being the victim and I think I've said this on another episode before like sometimes it, it is easier to be the victim it's easier to be like you did this to me you hurt my feelings you know what I mean like you you inflicted pain onto me you know what I mean and have a whole attitude about it not to say that um you're not validated in your feelings and your emotions because that's 1000 percent like fuck that nigga for hurting your fucking feelings say it to this day okay but I also have to now that I have come to terms with wounds and working on being in a space of um, being accountable, I have to change my tongue. I have to change the way I structure things. So a lot of times now when I revisit my past or if I reflect on things that I've grown from, I, I structure in a way that to say like I allowed 
myself to be in a position where he could X, right? I allowed myself to play a part in that situation. Therefore, she could right you know you get what i'm saying like there comes a, a, a point where you're like it can't be that deep because I'm, I'm being accountable for it you know what i mean so that's that that's important and i feel like when we when we don't want to be accountable for anything like no healing can happen when we don't want to be accountable for anything no growth can happen and 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 it takes time to be able to be in that space to not wear the victim hat anymore or not wear the um, I'm too stubborn hat. Like, it, I get it, right? Because everyone's situation is different. I'm just speaking from my personal situation, which was in the more romantic relationship sense. But there's so many scenarios out here in this world and so many violating things that people go through that they have to work through. So I'm not saying that it's going to happen overnight, period. Go through your journey, sis. But I just also challenge us to realize that we play a part in the recipe like you know what I mean like we are an ingredient in this as well so to always just be reflective because no one's perfect we always have room to grow you know and when we challenge ourselves in that way to to have a retrospective moment that's that's where that's where the real work begins you know what I mean and also just to realize like to not lead with emotions and I think that's what gets us in the most trouble like just being mad emotional and I'm super sensitive so for me to say this is kind of wild but I'm still working on it myself you know I'm working on not being so emotional emotional and I had listened to this message and it was talking about the power of tongue talking about the power of silence talking about the power of having your thoughts and being very strategic and very um tactful in how you deliver stuff and how you move and how you manage and there's beauty in that there's strength in that you know it, it or it goes back to like what people say like when you are dealing with someone man guy whatever and um when they say like, oh, when a man sees that you're all over the place and falling out, crying out, stressed out, cutting him out, he finds comfort in that. He finds comfort in that because he knows I got her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Versus him doing some dumb ass shit and you go ghost. You're silent. You know, I, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed in your actions. Um, I'll have to, I'll get back with you when I'm ready to talk. Girl, he's sweating for a week, girl. You got him stressed. You got him on the phone with his mama crying at this point. You know what I'm saying? But it's because you you are in control of your emotions. You have you have so much awareness. You have your emotional IQ is in such a good place that you just you just take things for what it is and you're just not this big emotional mess. You know what I'm saying? And there's just so much beauty in being um, still and being quiet and knowing what you're doing and just not being so just, ah, you know what I mean? And it, and, and it takes time to get there because I'm still working on that. I'm still working on really taking stuff for what it is and realizing not maybe not even taking things so personal, realizing that people are still going through their shit. So give them grace. Like I'm just, I'm working on that you know, and, and being poised with my emotions and making sure that I continue to develop in my emotional IQ because 
it's not that deep. <laughs> it's really not that deep. And even if it is that deep, right? Like even if it is that deep, learning how to just maneuver and manage and and deal with things in a way that's healthy and productive, you know? And it's it's a journey to be mature, especially emotionally because feelings aren't facts, you know? Like people feel how they feel and they're validated in how they feel because there's no logic behind feelings. It just that it's an emotion, you know? And sometimes when you deal with feelings and they're not facts, it can be very frustrating to be solution focused. It can be frustrating to find like a happy place or a medium or whatever, because you're dealing with, with people in a way that's vulnerable and in some ways fra fragile, you know, like it, it just all depends on the situation. So I think as you continue to go through your journey, and when I say you, I'm saying us, um to to be the best person you can be emotionally like that's huge and being in control emotionally and truly having proper regulation skills like it sounds so crazy because you would think it's something so like childish that we just learn like when we're younger but I just think honestly as we get older it gets harder to do because we're dealing with some real life shit we're dealing with adulting we're stressed we're working we're balancing relationships some of us have children some of us are still trying to find our purpose some of us are in the midst of a storm some of us are trying to get closer to god but feeling like the devil keeps pulling us one way like everyone's dealing with so many different things so sometimes it becomes even more challenging to hone in and feel like you are tapping into your emotional maturity because a lot of the times we blow the fuck up because it's like bro i don't have it you know what I mean? Like, just imagine how you feel when you be having your long ass day at work. You know what I'm saying? You got to take your dog out. But as you took your dog out, your dog shit on the floor. Then you got your nigga calling you and he feels neglected. Then you got your your good sis calling you to complain about the nigga that you really want her to leave. But you got to be the emotional friend. And then after that, you got another friend calling you talking about, I feel like you're not being a good friend to me. Probably by that point, you're just like, bitch. And it goes into the emotional outrage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it gets harder to handle emotions as you get older because life is so stressful. When you start working on yourself to realize why do I respond the way I respond, it helps you to know how to deal with other people. You know, and I just think that's key. So it it, it can be very easy to go into a space of, you know, they don't know how to handle me. They don't know how to manage me, them, them, them. But when you start looking on the inside and you start feeling, figuring out what skill sets can I develop emotionally to be better, like your world will be managed way better because you'll you'll know how to pick your battles. You know what I mean? Because it's not that deep, period. <laughs> okay, do you feel me, sis? Let me know, okay? So thank y'all for hanging out with me. Hopefully you enjoyed this message. And, you know, we continue to walk on our emotional regulated journey because life be life in. And it's hard out here, but we doing the best we can. So be sure to keep up with me at Aaliyah's Corner. Subscribe to the bestie content. We have some amazing things coming and I'm so excited and I really want you to be a part of it. Uh, if you have any questions about anything, let me know and I will see you all next week. Bye.